For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Marriage Covenant Agreement and Lawsuit. This is part 11 of the series. In John chapter 5, verses 2 and 3, we can see Yeshua demonstrating, setting the captive free, what it means to bring the kingdom of God into a situation. As it is written, now there at Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pole, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind and halt and withered, waiting for the moving of the water or the moving of the Ruach, the Holy Spirit. John chapter 5, verse 5. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 38 years. John chapter 5, verse 8. Yeshua said unto him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. John chapter 11 is an account where Yeshua raises Lazarus from the dead. Now, a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. Verse 4, when Yeshua heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Then said Yeshua unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And so Yeshua said, Take away the stone. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, saying, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead, that is Lazarus, came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about him with a napkin. And Yeshua said unto them, Loose him and let him go. The good works of Yeshua, or the way in which he lived his life and demonstrated following the Mishpatim, testifies that he is the Mashiach. John chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. Then came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long do you make us doubt? If you are the Mashiach, if you're the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Yeshua said, I told you, but you don't believe me. The works that I do in my Father's name. They bear witness of me. And so these works are the Messiah showing chesed and walking in emet, truth, and that he's following after Zedekah, righteousness.
righteousness, demonstrating and showing the mishpatim or how to follow the mishpatim of the God of Israel and teaching and standing for truth over wickedness and endeavoring to show compassion to others and set the captive free, showing us and teaching us how we love our neighbor as ourselves. This is the works of Messiah and this is the will of the God of Israel that Yeshua sought to do. John chapter 10 verses 37 and 38. But if I do not the works of my father, believe me not. But if I do do the works of my father, though you believe not me, believe in the works that you may know and believe that the father is in me and I am in him. Then Yeshua went on to explain in John chapter 10 verse 30, I and my father are echad. Verse 31. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him and Yeshua answered them. Many good works have I shown you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? So here in John chapter 10 when Yeshua said I and my father are one or ahad. He was making the claim that he was equal to the father or he is the son of God and he is God manifested in the flesh. And so the Jews then took issue with this statement and Yeshua's reply was, look, I've demonstrated to you doing the will of the God of Israel and doing good works, showing you how to follow the Mishpatim. So what is it that you have accusation against me? In John chapter 4, verse 34, as well as John chapter 17, verse 4, Yeshua explained that in following the Mishpatim, we are to seek to do the will of the God of Israel. John chapter 4, verse 34, Yeshua said to them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish that work. And then he says in John 17, verse 4, I have glorified you on the earth. I finished the work which you gave me to do. So in doing the will of the God of Israel, we are to do it for the glory of God and for the glory of his kingdom. Yeshua bears witness to the truth of of the Mishpat. John chapter 18 verse 37. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Yeshua answered, You say that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth hears my voice. Following the Mishpatim results in your character being like the character of the God of Israel. This is expressed in Leviticus chapter 19 verse 2. Speak unto all the congregation the children of Israel and say unto them, You shall be holy for I the Lord your God am holy. And Yeshua said this in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Be you therefore perfect, that means whole or complete, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect or whole or complete. Our call is to be used by the God of Israel to set the captive free. 
and to do the works of God. Matthew chapter 10, verse 5. These 12 Yeshua sent forth and commanded them, saying, verse 7, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of God is at hand. And heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Following the Mishpatim manifests in setting the captive free, as we can see in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. He that commits sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. But for this purpose, the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. The works of Abraham are following the Mishpatim. In John chapter 8, verse 39, it is written, They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Yeshua said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. In other words, show forth the character, the heart of Abraham. Following the Mishpat is helping the poor and needy. Luke chapter 14, verses 13 and 14. And when you make a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind, and you shall be blessed, for they cannot repay you, but you shall be recompensed or rewarded at the resurrection of the Zadik, the resurrection of the just. Following the Mishpatim results in righteous deeds. John chapter 3 verse 21, but he that does truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. So in demonstrating how we are to love our neighbor as ourselves, this is manifested by serving others, doing good to others, and laying down our life for others. And this was represented and demonstrated and taught by Yeshua to his disciples through him washing their feet. In John chapter 13, verse 1, it says, Now before the feast of the Passover, verse 5. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet. Verse 12. So after he had washed their feet, he said to them, Do you know what I have done unto you? John chapter 13, verses 13 through 15. You call me Master and Lord, and you say, Well, for I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done unto you. So loving our neighbor as ourself, which Yeshua said is the second greatest commandment, which involves serving others, giving to others, laying down our life for others, is not only taught by Yeshua, but by Paul and Peter and John, James as well. Romans chapter 13, verse 8. Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loves another has fulfilled the Torah. Romans chapter 13 verse 9. For you shall not commit adultery. You shall not kill. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So if we look at this list, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not kill. You shall not steal. Bear false witness. Covet. What category? Category is those things. These things are associated with the way in which we treat others and the teaching regarding the proper way to treat others, which is capsulized in loving your neighbor as yourself. 
Romans chapter 13, verse 10, Paul taught, Love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the Torah. Galatians chapter 5, verse 14, For all the Torah is fulfilled in one word, even this, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Following the Mishpatim is loving your neighbor as yourself, as we can see from James chapter 2, verse 8. If you fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Yourself, you do well. Following the Mishpatim is loving one another. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. John chapter 15, verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you abide in my love. If you follow the Mishpatim, if you follow the marriage agreement at Mount Sinai, you abide in my love. And greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So loving one another is serving others, giving to others, laying down your life for others. In these things I command you that you love one another. First John chapter 3, verse 14. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. First John chapter Chapter 3, verse 11. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning that we should love one another. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knows not God, for God is love. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. 1 John chapter 4, verse 12. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us and his love is perfected in us. Verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love and he that dwells in love dwells in God in God in him. First John chapter 4 verses 20 and 21. If a man say I love God and hates his brother he's a liar. For he that loves not his brother whom he has seen how can he love God whom he not seen. And this commandment have we from him, that he who loves God loves his brother also. Paul taught in Galatians chapter 5 verse 13, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty, only use not liberty for an occasion of the flesh, but by love serve one another. Following the Mishpatim is doing good to others. Galatians chapter 6 verse 2 and verse 10, Bear one another burdens, and so fulfill the Torah of Messiah. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. So love entails laying down your life for others. 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso has this world's good and sees his brother have need and shuts up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwells the love of God in him? 
It is the Ruach HaKodesh, or the Holy Spirit, that causes or convicts a person to follow the Mishpatim of the God of Israel. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 27. I will put my Ruach within you and cause you to walk in my statute to keep my Mishpatim and do them. So we are to follow the Mishpatim being led by the Ruach of God. John chapter 16, verse 13. When he, the spirit of Emet, is come, he will guide you in all Emet, or show you how to follow Emet, truth. For he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. We are to follow the Mishpatim in Emet, in truth, being led by the Holy Spirit, or the Ruach HaKodesh. John chapter 4, verse 23. But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth through the Ruach and do so in Emet for the Father seeks such to worship him. And so this is how Paul testified how he endeavored to follow Yeshua and to follow the Mishpatim. He said in Romans chapter 7 verse 22 I delight in the Torah of God and I do so after the inward man or one that has the indwelling Ruach HaKodesh. We see that we're to follow the Mishpatim being led by the Ruach HaKodesh in Colossians chapter 3 verses 9 and 10. Lie not one to another, seeing that you've put off the old man with his deeds, and you have put on the new man, which is renewed in da'at, in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. So knowing God, being renewed in the knowledge of him, that by having the Holy Spirit within us, we are to show forth the character of God in our lives and demonstrate that character to others. And so if we do so, we will have in manifest the fruit of the Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And they that follow the Ruach, led by the Ruach, have the fruit of the Spirit, they do so because they have crucified the flesh. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 24, those who believe in Yeshua as the Messiah and follow him, they endeavor and they seek to crucify their flesh. So let's summarize what we've learned in this section of the teaching where we looked at the life, ministry, and teachings of Yeshua where he taught and showed us how we are to follow the Mishpatim and in doing so, do the will of God the Father being led by the Holy Spirit in doing so. Number one, Yeshua taught those who believe on him to follow the Mishpatim. Number two, Yeshua showed us how to follow the Mishpatim which manifests in loving your neighbor as yourself and setting the captive free. The Holy Spirit or the Ruach HaKodesh is the spirit of judgment or mishpatim. Number four, we are to believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, follow his mishpatim with the help of the Holy Spirit or the Ruach HaKodesh, and in doing so, manifest the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. And so, because Yeshua lived his life to do the will of his Father and faithfully followed the mishpatim, he then receives by inheritance to be the judge over all. 
all things. John chapter 5 verse 22, Yeshua taught, For the Father judges no man, but he's committed all judgment unto the Son. Yeshua is qualified to be the judge over all the earth because he has faithfully lived demonstrated and showed what it means to follow the Mishpatim. And so there's going to be a judgment for all who have lived on the earth regarding the way in which they lived their lives and to what degree they followed the Mishpatim. John chapter 5 verse 27. He has given authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man. John chapter 5 verse 30. Yeshua said, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. The righteous will receive a reward for their obedience and service unto the God of Israel after they have been saved by grace through faith. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9. They will be zealous to do good works. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. We are his workmanship created unto Messiah Yeshua that we should follow after good works. And in doing so, we will receive a reward. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 18 to him that sows zedekah is a sure reward those who follow the mishpatim will receive a reward psalm 62 verse 12 also unto you o lord belongs mercy for you render to every man according to his work matthew chapter 16 verse 27 for the son of man shall come in the glory and he shall reward every man according to his works. Then in Revelation chapter 22 verses 12 and 13, Yeshua said, Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So from what we've covered in this study so far, it should be clear regarding what is the work that we are to do. And that is to do the will of God, believe in Yeshua as Messiah, follow his Mishpatim, and do it by his Spirit. So we will be rewarded for our faithfulness and our obedience in these things. And our reward is to receive an inheritance. We will be judged according to our deeds or the way in which we follow the Mishpatim. Romans chapter 2 verse 5. The day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Romans chapter 2 verses 6 and 7. Who will render to every man according to his deeds. To them who by patient continuance in well doing seek for glory and honor in immortality eternal Zoe. So we can see that Paul taught that by doing good deeds following the Mishpatim after we're saved by grace through faith in doing so giving glory to the God of Israel doing things 
things for the glory of his kingdom that we receive a reward. We receive the reward of eternal Zoe, eternal Chai. The white throne judgment judges our works. Revelation chapter 20 verses 11 and 12. And I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of Chai, the book of Zoe. And the dead were judged according to their works, according to the way in which they followed the Mishpatim. And the sea gave up the dead, and they were judged, every man according to their works, the way in which they followed the Mishpatim. Our reward for service is based upon the degree in which we follow the Mishpatim, which is capsulized in the way we treat others and loving our neighbor as ourself. And if we love our neighbor as ourself, we will serve others, we will give to others, we will lay down our life for others. So 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13, every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire, that is the Holy Spirit, will try every man's work. Well, that's going to conclude part 11 of the series on the subject, the marriage covenant agreement and lawsuit. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.